You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Hello and welcome to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral with me, Steve Sidwell, and of course, Joe Curl. Now, joining us today is a man I started my professional career with at Highbury. Uh, I've seen him not only crash his own cars, but crash the <laughs> Arsenal first team bus, uh, sell ticket stubs at Highbury to opposing fans, and slice his ear off playing against Barcelona at the, uh, the new Camp. Um, he was part of the incredible Arsenal Invincibles, played over 300 career games, and is now head of academy goalkeeping at Watford. He is hands down the funniest man in football. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up because this is going to be brilliant. Here's the one and only Graham Stack. Stacky, Welcome. how are you, mate? Uh, very how good. You, very good, yeah. Well, how are you, mate? Introduction, by the way. Well, Can we do that again? I like that. And it's Good. one take. <laughs> <laughs> one take Sidwell, they call him. <laughs> no, that was quite One nice. take Sidwell. Uh, listen, Stacky, let's jump straight into it. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, I've skimmed over some stories there, but let's let's kick off with the uh, the Arsenal first team bus, mate, because that is a belter. Yeah, well, it was... Um, I know you've team. I used to, I used to stay in Diggs because I, I was brought yeah. up in West London and uh, my parents had a pub in Hounslow. Um, so for obvious reasons, the club weren't sort of best pleased with me sort of being in and around that sort of environment day in, day out. So um, I went off to Diggs and Oakwood uh, and there used to be uh, a minibus, well, a coach that used to go to Highbury, pick all the North London boys up, South London boys. They used to get the training, get off at Arsenal, jump on the coach and then on the way to the training round at London Colney, they'd stop off at, um, at Oakwood to pick the boys that were in Diggs up. So we used to get on a, on a coach every morning, get into training and, uh, and we'd make our way in. And if you'd get in, it's a, it was a lively bus. There were some proper characters on there. And um, <laughs> the poor driver, Lawrence, at the time, I don't know how he handled like the group of boys that, we, that he had at the time because there were some proper lunatics on there. <laughs> and every now and again, it was like, no one ever wore their seat, but someone would be charging up and down the bus. There'd be papers going, there'd be bottles going, the lot. And every time you stood up, he used to have this thing where he used to just touch, touch the brake. And everyone had sort of like fall forward and it would be like, wait, I just passed my driving test. I was one of the first, I was one of the oldest ones in my, in my year group. Passed my test, give it a big and driving in Citroen Saxo. <laughs> Which was the worst thing back in the day, Citroen yeah. Saxo, two years free insurance. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so um, on the day, for, for whatever reason, I hadn't, I hadn't driven in or my dad probably bring me in from, uh, from the pub, left the car at the digs or whatever it might have been. Um, and I said to Lowe, I said, do us a favour. I said, look, I've just passed them that. I said, it'd be a laugh if you just let me drive the bus just down the drive. It's, yeah, it's a hundred foot the drive. There's no car, it's, there's yeah. no one anywhere. So yeah. you've got like carte blanche really to after you want down the drive. The bus is full. We're at the Arsenal training ground. We're on the same site as the first team. He said, Stacky, I can't. I said, come on, Lowe. I said, just from here to there, please. He said, Stacky, I'll get the sack. I said, you won't get the sack. I said, no one's going to say nothing. I said, we're not going to grass. So he went, go on in, just take us down the end of the drive. All the boys are going like that. Like, What's he doing? So I've got down the fit. Bearing in mind, I've done the, the steering wheels. It's, it's massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's massive. I'm like that underneath the steering wheel, <laughs> over the top of it. So Lawrence is standing up next to me. I think, right, here we go. I've been waiting for this for a while. So it was like, it was, the bus is so heavy. But I didn't want to go flat out. So I'm sort of like just tickling the accelerator, thinking, how fast can this go? All of a sudden, I've gone, right, here we go. 
So I've just put my foot down on it and the coach is moving. <laughs> and I thought, right, get ready, low. I've just gone crunch next minute. Well, look, low is flown head first, massive window screen, crunched, windows all been done. There's about 50 shutters in it. Lawrence is down the bottom where you get on the bus and walk up down the staircase. He's got down, the alarm's going off on the bus. I don't know what's happened to the, the alarm's going off. Lawrence has come up, he's got his glasses were like that. <laughs> and he had a cut on his eye, it was coming down there like that. All the boys are in stitches. And then I've panicked, tried to put it in park. I put it in reverse. <laughs> now we're going backwards. I'm going, oh my God, someone help me out. Stop the bus, he's got up. Everyone was in stitches. But Lawrence, bless him, he was shaking like a leaf. And he was trying to get back behind the wheel. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. where he's obviously... He's just nearly lost his life. He's not ready to get behind the wheel. I've come back to the back of the bus. The boys are just like, raw. they think it's blinding. I think I'm getting sacked. I'm definitely going to get the sack. I've just done the, I've nearly killed the geezer. But that was the sort of thing I used to do, like with, with tickets and stuff. That was regular, wasn't it? All that was, listen, I, I used to sell tickets in the pub and there was a fella that used to have a, he used to have a stall at Highbury. Mick the Ticket, his name is funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've known Mick for years. He's a family friend. And um, we used to get our tickets, like comps and that, before like the, the week leading up to the game. And I used to say, like, I'd take a cup and they'd say, like, how much? I'd say, like, it's £50, 50 pound for a pair and all that. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm getting, like, one as a pair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm doing my week. I've doubled my week's wages yeah, in a pair yeah. of tickets. Yeah. I'd have 20 pairs. Yeah, like you do the maths as a 16, 17 year old yeah, kid. Yeah. I was nicking fortunes out of it. And uh, I used to get all the tickets off the boys. I used to get to Highbury early on a match day. I used to go to Mick Stall, used to do the scarfs and the flags and all that. And I used to give him 20 briefs and he used to give me reddies, strap yeah. away, like that. Yeah, Top yeah, yeah. That was That was normal. And then I would cut final tickets, they'd be like 1,500 yeah. quid a pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd go out my run and say, I'd give you a tour for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boys, yeah, the boys yeah. are buzzing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they don't use them. We didn't use yeah, them really. Yeah, we didn't yeah. use them unless unless we had friends and family that wanted to go. Yeah. But but they would always tend to tend to come to me and and sell them. But but on this particular day, we were um, we were playing Liverpool, weren't we? Yeah. The first team we were playing Liverpool, and um, we used to, we used to sit together as a, as an academy, like as uh, as apprentices, and and the old hybrid used to have to walk down the street. First of all, you have to go through the marble steps. Yeah, that's notorious, and it? it's like world yeah. famous. That yeah, it's like the most beautiful entrance of a football stadium, historic everything that you yeah. you could walk in. And there used to be guards on the door and stuff like that. So it weren't even like one of them. It were like you had to be either a player or someone of serious importance to be able to mm. sort of come through these marble steps. And we used to walk down a we used to walk down a tunnel. Before the players used to come out, we used to take our seats, pass the dugouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, sit in our seats, watch the game, and then at half time, we'd go and get like a we'd go and get a burger from outside the stadium, have hot chocolate, do whatever, have a chat and a and a gym wagon, blah, blah, blah. And on, on this particular day, we were playing Liverpool. It was a Premier League game. We were playing Liverpool and uh, we we're outside, probably seven, eight handed, having a burger and that. And uh there's this guy, so he's walking up the road. I kid you not, he went from curb to curb. <laughs> oh my God, this geezer's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna stack it in a minute, there's no doubt. He said, you got, you got a ticket, pal, you got a ticket. I'm like, fucking ticket, it's half time. I said, fuck me, I've got a ticket. So, I've given my paddock ticket. Yeah. Thinking, there's no way this pisshead is getting in the marble steps. Like, yeah. you've got to be serious to get in there. Yeah. He said, where's the seat and all that power? I said, hold on. I said, it's, it's money. He went, how much? I said, well, look, it's 50 quid. Yeah. It's 50 quid for the ticket. 
I'm thinking this is money for old rope. There's no way he's getting in a stadium. Yeah. I'm going to send him as far away from Ivory as <laughs> I possibly can. <laughs> and hopefully, by the time he finds his way back, the game will be over. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. hope he ain't waiting for me outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've sent him around the houses. Walked in, uh, got back in the stadium. The boys are yeah, nice. Some of them went, that's a top move. Some of them yeah. went, that's a liberty. And I thought, well, do you know what it is? Saying it was a liberty. Yeah, I think you probably would. Oh, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. So we're sitting down watching a game. And I was like on the front row of the paddock. Arsene Wenger's giving it that one. He's going like that. And Gerard Ulio, wherever he was, is giving that one. Next one, I've looked down. I've gone like Fucking, it's a scouser. He's fucking down. The, he's come down the tunnel. He's down. He's walked down the tunnel. He's in between the two dugouts of the. Of the you've got tight, and you've got to walk past the managers to get in the paddock. Yeah, and I'm going no, 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 no. It's on top. I'm like, it's on top. I'm gonna get. Do you know what I remember specifically from that one? I remember him standing there, and give, Pat Rice uh, looking around him. To, like, to look on the pitch to bark instructions onto the pitch and this fellow just looking around he's trying to talk that to the winger but the scouser's, in, he's, the scouser's in the way uh, but he's giving this one he's walked out and it was almost like one of them give like the 360 he can't believe it he's out of he his can't, he can't. he's thinking this is the best bullseye I've ever spent <laughs> I've got pitch side at Ivory Liverpool how my pal's going to believe me down the pub and I go back to Liverpool that I was pitch side I was in between the dugouts they're not going to have it <laughs> So I'm going, um, so I'm thinking if someone fucking sling this geezer out. So these two stewards, I've come up to him almost like saying, like, what are you doing? And he's like, mate, I've got a paddock ticket. Yeah. I've gone, what? <laughs> like, how'd you get that? He said, my pal give it to us. And I was like, but in the paddock, there's no seats left because we've taken up. He's got my ticket. Yeah. It's my seat. <laughs> so they've escorted this geezer into the paddock, yeah, and there's no seats. I'm going like that. I'm, I'm off on the floor because I'm like, this geezer's got to sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got nowhere to sit. Yeah. So I've got this geezer in. He's sitting down. Liam Brady is looking at me. He knows. <laughs> he knows it's me. He knows it's me. I said, look, come and sit in there. I've got this geezer by the jacket. I'm saying... Don't fucking move. I said, stay where you are. Don't you dare stand up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good seats, isn't they? You're in good seats, isn't they? I think, no, mate. So as the game's going on, the boys are fucking throwing Maltesers at him and M&Ms and all that, trying to wind him up. And I'm going, like, boys, I said, you're fucking, you're going to kill me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't do that. I said, like, seriously, I need your tears in my eyes. I know Liam's on me. And uh, we're watching the game. He's been well behaved for 20 minutes, I think. And then Liverpool have had a shot from 30 yards in at the bar. This geese just flown up like a jack in a box. He's like, oh. I said, fucking get back down here. Pull the geese back down. I said, I've told you, don't move. Anyway, game's nearly coming to an end. I'm just thinking, get, get this geese away from me. So I said to the geese, look, come with me. We'll walk back down the paddock. So we're walking down the paddock. Game's done, we're walking, and as you go down the tunnel, I'd be there's like a gaff called Halfway House. Yeah, so yeah, no, like yeah. where the media and that used to yeah, sit yeah. in there, and you, if you, they needed a couple of questions or a quick interview or your team. Yeah, that little, just on the side. Yeah, 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 just down there. So I'm walking past, and I think someone from the, like the, the, the club press said, like, Stacky, you got a couple of minutes. Yeah, no problem. I said, yeah, I said to this fella, I said, look, wait here, don't go nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sweet. So I've walked in, cut the questions, done that, come back up. Fucking gone, the geezer's gone. I'm thinking, no, hopefully it's been slung out. So I've got back down to the marble steps to meet the boys. We used to get the train back together. 
Next minute, this geezer's in. He's like, ah, he's got two security on him. This scouser has taken it. He's been down the front. He's trying to get in the changing rooms. This geezer, he wants to go and meet the Liverpool players. Right? I kid you not. He had two security on him. And he's going, it's him. Like, he's my pal. And he's pointing at me. And they're going, do you know this geezer? I went, fuck off. I said, I don't know him. I said, get him out of here. So he got this dead. Eventually, they've just escorted this geezer out. And I've, I, I kid you not, I had a major panic. And I know, again, typical me, Akin Liam Brady, Monday morning, he's going to rip my head off. And he pulled me and he said, look, what was that about at the weekend, Stacky? I don't even think you asked anyone who had done it. He just, yeah, he just, he just looked straight to you. He said, Stacky, he said, what? He said, what happened at the weekend, mate? I said, probably him. I said, like, I'm not going to like, bullshit. I said, like, I sold this kid for a ticket at half time thinking that he ain't going to get in the marble steps. Yeah. And I said, he's just so happened, like, got in. Yeah. I said, I don't know what to say, like... Can only apologise. He went stacky. He went just don't do it again. Yeah. And then and then that was that put to bed. So, yeah. do, you, do you think because you sort of owned it, like I didn't try and lie. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what you say to your kids, didn't you? Yeah. 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 I'll ask you once more. And, you, and then they'll. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, it, it, I think that's probably the best policy. I yeah. Think you got to be honest. Listen. Yeah. We ain't perfect. I've made loads of mistakes. You know what I mean? But as I say, things like that. But I just done that one to get a bullseye, but two, yeah. I wanted to make the boys laugh a little bit, yeah, not yeah, thinking yeah. about the consequences. Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean? Because there are, there are consequences, and so there should be. But no one go out, so that was all right. Liam, Liam was good to you then, Stacky. Yeah. Liam was quality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Liam was a strong cat. Like Liam was a real. He ruled with the iron fist a little bit, yeah. Liam. I, I nearly. When it, I when remember I the game. It was. It was, it was I like, remember it was the like West Ham or Arsenal for me, and it was because of Liam. Because obviously I'm from Camden Town, aren't yeah. I? So, and and obviously Arsenal's Arsenal. But um, I really like Liam Brady. Yeah, top, top geezer, isn't he? I remember the game you played in. I, I, I remember the pitch because obviously we still train at the training ground, yeah, which yeah. is mad that I remember yeah, yeah. because obviously everyone sort of knew you. Were, anyone in and around London knew knew Joe Cole was because it was just like it was yeah. just like notorious as a young as a young player. And I remember you coming on trial and you hear things, and then I was just like. God, like, look at I've never seen a double step like, over. Is that him? He's done the double, <laughs> double step him? over, drag chop, sent the geezer down the shop. I'm going, this kid's, we were just learning how to pass it with the outside of our foot. Do you know what I mean? And he's sitting people down and I'm going, wow, this kid's special. But, but no, Liam was quality. Yeah. I like Liam. I like Liam. Listen, what a, what a player. You know no. what I mean? You only hear things yeah. now. He joined yeah. in training. He was, he was class. Mm. Well, he, he was, as long as I saw, was, was proud when you made your debut. That's what I want to go on to next. Yeah. That really mm. happened. So we're going to go back to a moment in your career. We all know more about it. So yeah. I want to go back to your debut for Arsenal because it's a debut of dreams. Ah, listen, it's like, I talk about it now. I get like, the hair stand up on my neck. I get that mad tingling mm. sensation. So obviously, football, it's like, listen, it was our dream, wasn't it? From yeah, the yeah, get-go, yeah. it was all we ever wanted to do. Uh, and playing for such an unbelievable club like Arsenal, like, I loved it there as a kid, loved it. And my dream was to, to represent Arsenal and play in the first team. Didn't matter what game, playing at Ivory was like, that's, that was the be-all and end-all for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Walking out there at some stage in my career was going yeah. to be something special. And it sort of come a little bit earlier than I expected, really. Still living in the pub, and it was like, I think there was about 200 people, friends and family that have gone to the game and we were playing Rotherham and it was in the League Cup. And, uh, How old was you, Stacky? So I think I was maybe 19. Yeah, I think I was about, yeah, about 19. I made, funny enough, I made Sesc, Sesc Fabregas made his debut in the same game. Yeah. And he was only 16. Wow. Um, Edu played in it and 
world tour. It was like we we didn't roll out the big hitters, but yeah, we still yeah, had a strong know, side. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so it was it was a big day for me. And obviously, as the game's gone on, I think we're we're winning one nil till till pretty late on, and I've done really well. I've had a good game. Yeah, I've had yeah. a really good game, and I was thinking. What a great start, you know what I mean? Yeah. Debut, clean sheet, had a good game, like into the next round buzzing. Two minutes before the end, Darren Byfield, it was late on, Darren Byfield scored an equaliser, my heart sunk, I was thinking, no, extra time, like, I just want to hang on. And then as the game went on, I'm thinking, oh, tight, we could have pens on the cards here. Yeah. So I'm like, thinking, I don't want us to score. But I <laughs> don't you want to face the one? Yeah, I want to go pens now. Yeah. Because in yeah. my head, I think, I don't want us to score. Cause it just do, gets do you think goalkeepers are the only position on the pitch where when he gets extra time, I, I'd be like, please, no pens. Yeah. No, mm. goalkeepers you are the only position up. on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I do get that. I do get that. But as a goalie, that's my, that's, that's that's my moment. Yeah. That's, my, yeah. that's my stage. That's where I can is really... It, is that all goalies or do some goalies not... I'd be, I'd be fascinated. If goalies said they didn't like a penalty shootout, I'd be, that, that, I, I wouldn't get that. Really? I couldn't understand that mindset. Because that's, that's, that's your opportunity. Yeah. That's your opportunity yeah, to be yeah. a star, isn't it? And then it come round, we, we, we've gone to extra time and I'm thinking, right, I'm thinking, just things are going on in my head. I'm not thinking I'm going to take one. I'm just thinking I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to save a couple here and be a hero. Yeah. And I don't like mentioning the score because it went on for quite a while. But it just so happens it come round because we had, I think someone went off late on injured. Uh, they had someone sent off during the game. I think I'd saved the second or third penalty. I think I'd tipped one of them onto the post. So I'd saved a couple of penalties and then I think we, we missed one or we put a couple of white blah, blah, blah. And then like, I've got that one from like the centre circle. Like, like you. I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my God, like, I missed this way out. Kind of yeah. thing. And I thought, but listen, I backed myself yeah, to take a yeah, penalty. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm no shrinking violet. But it was like, it was the stand, and I just remember it's mad. My mate was in. The, my mate was about two rows in, and uh, I remember during a penalty shootout, he was like, "Stacky, my mate boy." He was like, "Stacky," he said, "Listen," he said, "You can do this and all that." And yeah, I, yeah. Like, I know my, I know my family and friends are in there. And was, I was just, this at the clock end or the North Bank? Either one, it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, he's still this, brilliant. This was the clock end. This was the so clock even end. Yeah. iconic. Yeah. yeah, this was the clock end, and uh, no, it wasn't. It was the North Bank. Right. Like, it was the North Bank, and um, so I just remember putting the ball down, and I just. I, I used to I used to take I'd taken pens when I played I played yeah, the city yeah. out on pitch and stuff like that and I just and I just put the ball down I just my dad always said to me just said pick your spot yeah. and commit to it yeah and I just went lovely job done so I've hit this penalty it's sweet as a nut it's flown in the side net and job done and then they miss the next one and then Sylvan Wiltord come he's picked me up I've got a picture in the house on the yeah. wall but he's picked me up all the players are running jumps or something. and I thought that's like a like, film game oh, that's a movie yeah. if you scripted that in a film they'd go oh too corny yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Like, too cheesy but that was what had happened it was like scoring and saving a penalty on my debut in front, in front of all my family and friends yeah. in, a, like, in a full house and had a good game it was like after that, I might as well have just chucked it because yeah. I just ain't, I ain't got no. better than that ever since. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just quickly, what was the feeling like or the difference between being in goal, saving pins, yeah. to then having to walk yeah. to take I, one? I think there's less... Are you nervous? No, nah, I, nah, I do get nervous. I wouldn't say I don't get nervous. I do get nervous, but I think 
because you're a goalie, the expectant the expectation is he's probably gonna stick this one over. Yeah. <laughs> isn't he? That's probably what yeah. people think. Because yeah, yeah. he's he's not, not they never used to be as cultured as what they are now, yeah. but he's probably gonna try and smash it as hard as he can and yeah. he's gonna stick it over. So there's probably a little bit less pressure yeah, as a goalie yeah. to take one. Um but I felt confident. I felt confident. Did you ever play in a game at Highbury in the uh, in that Premier League Cup final where it went to penalties? No, no, I, I remember. It was five it. Or Upton Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't play in that. I didn't play in that. I didn't play in that. He got dropped. So I, I played didn't, in the next one. I didn't one. play that. Uh, that was. Um, I didn't play that. Stephen That was a game. Bothered through his top. Was that game, yeah, yeah, that was a game. Oh, that was Ivory. And I remember being in goal. And like I'll never forget when Jay done that. I just remember everyone going, "Oh." <laughs> Like, imagine that, yeah. the whole stadium yeah, was like, yeah. oh, and I yeah, went, oh, that's naughty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that went to penalties, and I took a penalty in that as well. Yeah. Yeah, so someone, someone's that said to me in the past that you're the only goalkeeper ever to score two penalties at Ivory, which ain't much of a record, but it's Mate, nice to have it in the bank, isn't it? Fast forward a little bit, I want to go to yeah. Barney. Yeah. Because I want to talk about your uh, your player manager, Edgar Davids. Yeah. Um, tell us what it was like playing with him and playing under him. Yeah, do you know what? When he, uh, you hear the rumours and that, like, we're... Listen, at, at the time, Mark Robson had, had signed us and we didn't win in 13 games. It was like an awful start. We were like rock bottom. Is that Mark Robson from West Ham? Yeah. Really? And I love Robbo, Kenny yeah, Jacket. Yeah, yeah. Love him. Good people, really yeah. good people, good coaches. But we just didn't have a great side. Yeah. Or we just weren't performing for whatever reason. And you hear rumours around the training ground. They said, like, I've had a good damage. He's got a job. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of David, you're taking a piss. What, Edgar David? Yeah, fucking, I've walked out the fucking, out the, out the canteen, there's this Bentley driving down. And I've just seen this fella, dreadlocks in and all that. I'm going, nah, it can't be. It's Edgar David, he's turned up, so I'm thinking, fuck, like, he's... What, what league was you in? At this we time? was in, uh, we was in League Two. So League Two, Edgar We were in League Two. Rocking up. Yeah, we were in League Two, we were in a dogfight and we needed something to happen. We, need, we needed a change. And he's come in and I'm thinking, wow, I'm, I'm in awe. Like, he was one of my first champ managers. It was him and Seedorf. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They yeah, were the go-to, yeah. do you know what I mean? And what he had done and what he had won was, like, pretty untouchable at the time. Yeah. He, was, he was top stuff. But I was looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it because I, yeah. I thought he would challenge yeah. me. I thought his, his, the expectation and the standards yeah, were yeah. going to be the top, which yeah. is what I want. And he come in and... Uh, it was hard because he had probably never been involved with a group that was not as talented or not mm. as gifted or not as technically or tactically yeah, aware. Yeah. So he's trying to deliver stuff and I could see he was getting frustrated. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. could see. Yeah. So he wants things. It's it's not just passed in there. It's like wrapped in. Yeah. And he would nail people, badly nail people. And some people can handle it. Some people can handle it. And I don't think, it, it, with respect, I don't think he knew who I was. Like, yeah. Edgar Davis knew who I was. Yeah. I don't think he knew that I'd had a pretty decent career up until that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my history of Arsenal and a number of championship clubs and that. So he was, like, he was, the way he used to talk to people, he used to talk to me a little bit like that. Yeah. And he used to, we used to have to call him Mr. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the... But listen... Hold on a minute, so he's your manager. Yeah. You're playing manager, player you've got manager. to call him Mr. No, but that, um, that's common in Italy, isn't it? That's um, listen, Ran- Ranieri, Ranieri. Listen, oh, I don't mind that. So a culture listen, thing. culture thing, yeah. I'll call you Gaffer, I'll But if you go boss. to another country, maybe you go... Yeah. What do they usually call a manager? Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 But I had, listen, he's my manager. Mm. But I respect him. Yeah. If that's what he wants to be called, I'll call you that. You know, mm. that's no problem. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't ashamed yeah. by that. And let's have it right. From what he's achieved, I think rightly so. But... um 
So, yeah, he, he used to talk to me, like, undermine me, but it was sometimes I'd be a bit disrespectful. And I've almost had to say, listen, I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I've yeah. played the fucking game. Yeah. And, and then it just happens. He's like, hold on, who's this sort of, like, half... Mm. Sticking up for himself because yeah. no one's ever done that. No. Yeah. Well, no one's ever answered me back. Yeah. And then he probably said, Oh, you play for Arsenal, huh? You play for Arsenal? I said, Yeah. He said, Ah, <laughs> you know Dennis? And I said, Yeah. <laughs> so now he knows I'm not a muppet. Yeah. Now he knows I played a little bit. So after that, it was a completely different tone yeah. and demeanour with me and him. He made me club captain. Yeah. I, got, I signed a three and a half year deal at Barnet, which is like, that's unheard of. Yeah, right? in league. But I was at league two and we yeah. were basically in a relegation battle and I knew we were in a dogfight. Yeah. But I loved it there. I yeah, loved yeah, it there. Yeah. I, lo- I love playing for Barnet and being captain, it was proud. I was proud. Yeah. And um, it, so he come in and uh, and to be fair, we got, when he come in, he used to play, he used to play and he was, and he was brilliant. He was mm. brilliant. When he played, he was brilliant. It didn't matter. Initially this was, it didn't yeah. matter who he played, he would be there, he'd do it properly, it, that training was brilliant. Yeah. But as time went on, we actually got relegated that season. Right. Yeah. Another brilliant memory when Edgar Davis was there. It, we, we, we had to win. We had to beat Wickham. It was the last ever game at Underhill. Last right. ever game. And this, this, was, this was another special day in my career. And we were winning one year. We had to win. I got a penalty in the 91st minute against Wickham. Mm, yeah. And I had, to, I had to save it to basically win the game to <clears> give myself <throat> a chance of staying up. And I saved the penalty. And then we went into the last game having to get result at Northampton. And I'll never forget, I, f- I think we were drawing nil-nil and Edgar Davids was on his phone at half time. And I'm no. thinking, fucking, what is going no, on? No, like, this is... It might not change his life, yeah, but yeah. it's going to change mine. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, is he, on, is, he, is he on the same page as us lot here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, I, I didn't want to make a deal of it because we needed to go and win a game of football yeah do you know what I mean so we just sort of just sort of let, let it happen and it was and it was done and, and and we eventually lost the game and and after that there was a bit of a when, like, there was a bit of a change in him when we got relegated yeah National League he ain't got a clue who Halifax are he don't know we're playing yeah. Barrett who are they he ain't got a clue so he ended up sort of off being double cash he'd turn up like some days he wouldn't train and he would drive his Bentley down the path and park it behind the goal. He used to have the cappuccino and the cross on and just watch training. I'm out in the freezing cold rain, diving around like a lunatic, and the gaffer would be sat in his motor. And I used to think that's what, what, just... What do you think his motivation was, Stacey, for it, taking that job? Because do you know what Because if you're going to take a job yeah, like that, yeah. you've got to commit to it. He, listen, initially he did, and he was brilliant. It, with yeah. the form we had, we would have got the players... <clears throat> Right. From when he came in. Yeah. But I think he probably lost sight of what his end game what his end goal was and why he was there. Yeah. And I think there was more to it. I think there was a big publicity push yeah. when he came in. Yeah. Um I also think there was potentially some financial motivation from the club because I think they felt as though they could have gone into different avenues to, to generate some money for the club. Yeah. Um I don't think that happened in the end. Uh, but we used to play, it was funny, uh, we played away at Gateshead and the gaffer's not travelled, someone said, gaffer's not well. <laughs> so I didn't mind it when he didn't play because you'd sort of like get around each other yeah. and you, you'd still you, you'd still find a way to get results. Sometimes yeah. you'd probably play even better. Yeah. And my mates phoned me Alan Dunn. And Stacky, you got a game tomorrow? 
I said, yeah, yeah. He said, where are you? I said, I'm in Gateshead. He went, fuck off. He said, Edgar Davids is in a Mayfair having a drink. <laughs> I'm thinking, what? The gaffer has pulled, like, the sick one. He's uptown. I'm thinking, like, liberties. Like, we've just done a six-and-a-half-hour coach journey, yeah. Yeah. and he's gone, not for me. Like, no thanks. And I just thought... Well, that, that, that don't sit right either because yeah, 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 you, yeah. your gaffer, he should be, he should travel everywhere with you. I would, yeah, no matter yeah, what yeah, level I'm playing at, it's, it's, it's all of us yeah, yeah, or none yeah. of us. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It ain't like that. And then, I, and then after that, it was just like, I think a few of the boys, and he got sent off three times in about six games. Then he was turning up, he was, he was wearing what he wanted on a dugout. He was trying to promote his own, like, his dress wear and all that. What, what did you What did you think when he took the number one shirt? Because he wore the number one. Yeah, shirt, he did. He? So to be was that fair, at the start to, or not? That, yeah, no, that was when he first came in. It, was, it wasn't straight away, but it was within weeks. Now, the the previous season, I'd won a number of awards for like Player of the Year and stuff like that, along with David Stevens. And then um, I wore number twenty six. And then the following season, team photos and all that, and Edgar, Edgar Davids just sat down with me. I'm in. The, I'm in the canteen having a coffee and that and he went stack it he went quick man he said what number do you like I said I said I don't give a fuck I said it's just a number I said I've worn plenty yeah. uh, I said it don't bother me he said I'd like to wear number one I said no problem <laughs> I said no problem I said you can wear what you like I said you're the manager I said crack on are you sure I said yeah of course I'm sure I said yeah. I'll wear 26 I said yeah. I don't wear it last season I said I'll wear it again this season yeah. he went okay no problem so I'll give him a number one jersey, but I'm thinking he doesn't know what's coming and what punters are going to think. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Playing in the National League, mm. like wearing number one, it's just, it just don't look good. He just doesn't yeah. need to do that. Yeah, yeah, like, Why yeah. would he do that? He's yeah. like a David. Just wear, wear, wear eight. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that was him pretty summed up. Listen, I, I do like him. I do like yeah. him. I really like him. He, he, was, he was setting his ways a little bit. Which, yeah. looking back, he probably would have done things differently. Yeah. But what's he, what's he up to now? Like, uh, he does. He... I think he's a Juve ambassador. He's yeah. got his own football clothing label called Monta. He yeah. does a lot of shows and. Uh, yeah. But he's not. He's not being. A, he's not a manager. Nah. I nah. see him. I see him the other night. He's in the Mayfair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have minded if he'd have asked me to come. <laughs> yeah. He made me go to Gates <laughs> Uh, right, listen, let's get on to some Premier League chat. Frank Lampard's Everton, they face Leeds on Saturday. Not the great result mm. that he wanted to in the league uh, against Newcastle. Joe, we, 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 we sort of punished for Frank to get the yeah. job. Do you think he's the, he's the man yeah, to really def- get him going? Definitely, Sid. We had a chat about it last night. And, and like, uh, like, it's a bad result against Newcastle. But in fairness, that's probably the worst time to go and play Newcastle. Yeah. All of them signings, yeah. St. James's Park would have been rocking... You know, you play new. If you play Newcastle two weeks ago, it's a completely different game. But that's by the by for me. I think Frank taking that job is a great move for Frank because you're never going to get a better chance to take Everton because you've still got an owner who's committed to the club and wants to spend money. The fans hated the last manager, so whoever walks through the door, that's going to come with a massive upside. Yeah. The players are underperforming. Like they are good players. They've got some good players, and also you you still got. You've still got Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin. I think they've got levels to go up. They've been injured for a while. So I think it's a great... It'll definitely keep them up. I have yeah. no doubt. They, we put them in the graphic last night about them being in a relegation battle. I think give Frank a couple of weeks, results will start to turn. Yeah. He'll be fine. And I think next year, a new stadium as well coming. I think he's, I think it's a match made in So just stabilise yeah. this season and... Yes. Yeah, 
get they'll get enough points to stay up, and then and then next season I think you'll see him, him really go to work. And I think I think the owner will back him as well. Yeah. And then forget like I think the problem with Everton. I don't know what you boys think, but the problem with Everton it was it's been the signings. Some mm. of the signings like some the of the money, money they've spent. It won't be. It was on Arsenal's bench mm. for twenty odd minutes. Like yeah. wow, like some of them have been incredible. Just a quick one on on Everton then Deli Ali. And Van der Beek, do you, yeah. they've got a point to prove. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, Delhi wasn't great. Delhi didn't. I mean, you got to hit the ground running. But yeah. Let's, you, Frank, Frank, if anyone can get it out of him, surely Frank. Yeah. Again, again for Delhi. You know, if you're gonna, if you, if Delhi, I think Delhi has gone away. We've talked about it before. Mm. We said like, I think Delhi's gone away from what he is as a player. Yeah. Like that's the like with just a bit of self awareness from Delhi Ali. He needs to look at Thomas Muller. He needs to get back to what he was running, running into channels. Holding the ball up, laying it off, getting in the box, scoring. He's a box footballer, and he—he he sort of, I don't know who's who's around him, who's talking to him. Like I've watched him at Tottenham, he kept coming deeper and deeper, like trying to do, you know, rolling the ball, trying mm-hmm. to be a playmaker. It's not him. No. So Frank, I think if Frank's telling him, and I'm sure Frank will be sitting there saying, "We need to get you back to doing what he does best: scoring goals, timing your runs in the box." Yeah. I know there's no one better than no. Frank, so he can't. Deli Ali can't stand in front of Frank at any point when Frank's giving him that information and it, and it not resonate, it not mm. sit in with him. So yep. I think Frank will get the best out of Delhi, but I think Delhi needs to be a, be open to accepting the criticism and accepting what Frank's saying. If he does that, then we'll see the That's best right. of Delhi Alley. Because if Frank can't get the best out of Delhi, nobody can. Uh, Man United, they host Southampton. Not a great week for them in terms of FA Cup, Borough, yeah. Burnley, not a great result as well. They need to start getting some results. Yeah, well, listen, well, Man United's a mess, a yeah. complete mess. Um, even from the appointment from Ralph Rangnick, you, you're bringing a manager in to steady the ship. He's managed 80 times mm. in the last 10 years. He's never managed a club like Man United. All of them egos, you know, Bruno Fernandes, Pogba, Cavani, Ronaldo, Rashford, you know, the young players, like... It needed someone with a st- with a steadier hand coming in. I mean, I would have I would have left it with character at the end of the season, and then really gone and he's not the answer, rang it. Like he's, I've watched him three times since he's taken over. He's kept talking about this high pressing yeah, game. Yeah. Like, I ain't seen none of it. No. Like, they're the same as what they was, apart from a little bit more disjointed because he's upset in the apple cart. Yeah, I, yeah. I was going to say that. So he. De Gea is still as busy as ever, isn't he? I mean, they're trying. They're saying about pressing from the front. How impressive are you been with De Gea again this season yeah, for them? He's been different class, I've got to say. He's, mm. had, he's had some wobbles. He's lost a bit of confidence at times. But listen, I've always said the cream comes to the top. And, mm. and to be fair, it was just a matter of time before before he got back on Rob and started playing the way he is. Listen, mm. he's he's reliable. He's still making saves. I'm not being funny. He could have probably lost far more games. Yeah, yeah. He's kept them in games, and, yeah. he's won, and he's won in games at times. Um, and he's massive for them, but I, I echo what Joe said in terms of trying to manage that group at the minute for someone to come in who doesn't really know the league or the players or the history of the football club. Yeah, I think it was a big ask for him to come yeah. in and change things. Yeah, I mean, like looking, like think, think about it, like, jo, like they got Jose de sack, didn't they? The group of players, um, Ole, like well, I think Ole's he, from the outside. He seems like the perfect man manager, which is like a nice guy, you know, so you've gone from Jose, who's going to tell you what time it is, and then you've got Ole, who seems to be from the, the other end of the spectrum, who might be a bit more, like, what do they want, these group, the group of players, yeah, yeah. you know, and now you hear, you know, mutterings from out of there, that they're not happy with Rangnick, well, what, well, you know, there's always that one, they need to look in the mirror, mm-hmm. you know, your, Man- your, your Manchester United players, by name, like, the, the great history of the club, the great players, but it's, 
but they're not performing. But like, Joe, you, you, like, you must have played for managers that you haven't seen eye to eye with. Yeah. But you've gone out and you've Still performed. Exactly. And as a, as a group of players, you roll your sleeves up and you go, yeah. don't worry about him. Yeah. We've got to think about them and we've got to think about ourselves and we want to yeah. get results and win stuff. Yeah. So let's put him to bed and let's just let's, yeah. let's start churning out some performances. Yeah. And I don't think they've done that. Are, are they looking for a get out and some excuses? I don't know. It seems weak for a group that's got so many characters and personalities. Yeah. For me, they got to be the drivers. Yeah. These big personalities, the name you've mentioned, the names yeah. you've mentioned, they should be the ones going, yeah. don't worry about him. We ain't doing enough. Yeah. Let's pull it together and let's start getting results because they ain't doing it. That's spot on. That's absolutely spot on. A, a team that's only won once all season, Burnley. Mm. They got a you know a draw against yeah. United. Uh, they face Liverpool Sunday. Do you think this is the season that they eventually go down? They're, they've been dangling their legs I do. for the last few seasons. Do you think this is the one? I do, Sidian. And you can trace it back to, you know, when they had the investment coming in at Burnley and, you know, Sean, Sean Dyche, who's been, you know, such an underappreciated manager, keeping that group of players in. Like, So when the new owners, there's there's mutterings of a change of style and a change of this and a change of that. Like, that was a dangerous talk back then for them Burnley players. Dyche, still, he stayed on. He could have left. Yeah. You know, he stayed on. Um, they haven't invested, they haven't got better of, of what they've got. They've stuck with what they've got, but... You know, once you start hearing things like that and, and heads get turned, whether it be the manager or the players, it becomes very difficult yeah. for the group. So, you know, if, if they do go down, I would put I would put no finger of blame at Sean Dyche. I'd I'd I'd, I'd say they, they haven't managed that. The new owners coming mm. in, you know, what what are Burnley now? One yeah. short two years ago, you knew what Burnley were. We'd be sitting here going, Burnley will get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Burnley get out. But now you're like, well, maybe not. Right, well, let's give you some Coral odds. If you think Everton will beat Leeds 3-0, Coral will give you odds of 20-1. to 1. It's 25-1 to 1 if you think Southampton will come from behind to win Old Trafford. Uh, and Coral will also give you odds of 25-1 to 1 if you think Burnley can nick a 1-0 home win against Liverpool on Sunday. So, uh, Right, it's the Coral Super Series. Uh, it's Leicester versus West yeah. Ham. Uh, that's the pick for the game this week. They go head-to-head on Sunday at 4.30. So I want to ask you... Quick fire questions. Well, some quick fire yeah. answers, okay? Uh, so, Leicester at home to West Ham. Who will win the match? West Ham. Leicester, 1 0. <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> you can't be going. So, I've got Leicester and 1 0. Can I do that? Right. So, I've got odds for that. Joe, West Ham. Stacky, Leicester. Draw. draw. <laughs> right, what will score? who will score first? Uh, Jared Bowen. Bowen for West Ham. Who's going to score first? Madison. <laughs> <laughs> How many corners would there be in the game? I'm going to go. I'm going to go with eleven. We go with eleven Normally around nine, isn't it? Nine. Yeah. Okay. An and how many? Partner. How many players will get carded in this game? Two. That's the West Ham. Two. Two cards. Two cards. Four. Four. Okay. Uh, people at home, remember you can play as well. Just head over to coral.co.uk. Answer questions correctly to win cash prizes. But Joe. Please gamble responsibly. Or always, always do. There you go. Um, Stacky, listen, that's a wrap, mate. It's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, pleasure having you on. Can um, I? Just, can, sorry, can I just say, Sids? Like, whenever you, there's not many characters in football where you yeah. speak, anyone you speak to about Stacky, there's only there's only love. There's only positive. Everyone loves him, mm. and it's. I've enjoyed this. Listen, one of my favourite. Uh, when we finally got him on, yeah, it, we've always looked forward to it. The, the, I remember when I signed for Chelsea, and. The first day we had the flight to LA, yeah, and uh, the boys are like straight away. Like obviously you was there, your JT, Lampsey, Bridgie, all the English lads were like, "Sidis, yeah, 
tell us tell us a story <laughs> <laughs> like he was famous up and down the country yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even then even the boys then like they knew him yeah, and yeah, yeah. listen it's been brilliant Stacky I've got to say mate you've got to do a book yes. I know yeah. everyone said it and I know you want to do it it's so mad you know what I'd publishers just... out there book yeah. writers anyone yeah. Stacky you've got was... to do one listen I, I, I've had this conversation so the, my best mate he passed away years ago and uh, he was an Arsenal through and through he yeah. was Arsenal. Ian Wright was his hero. And when he passed away, I thought, right, what can I give his daughter? Something special, just, yeah. to, just to, as a keepsake. So I phoned Wright up. Um, I got his number off Bradley, who I played with. I said, Brad's going to give the old man a call. He said, yeah, yeah. He said, phone him up. So I phoned up Wright. I said, listen, I said, right, I need a favour. I hate asking for favours. Yeah. But he said, Stacky. I said, whatever you want. He said, what do you want? I said, have you got like a shirt or something that, that yeah. I can just give to his daughter in memory of of her dad yeah he went like he said I've got something special for you Stacky I went alright lovely so he gave me this it's like a white t-shirt half a skull in diamonds and half of right his face yeah yeah and it was like with a, with a message on it he signed it Adrian uh, rest in peace God bless your family wow yeah, yeah. love I was like that wow yeah I said right love it I said, I said do you want to send it he said nah he said I'll come and meet you lovely yeah South Moon Services I'm there early. I'm like, fucking right, he's coming. I'm like, yeah. he's a legend, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a man. So I thought I'd get a coffee. I wanted a beer, but I thought, it looks terrible. Right, he's coming and I'm on the piss. <laughs> <laughs> so right, he's walked in. Do you want a drink? I said, I've got coffee. He said, what? He said, do you want a drink or not? I said, you having one? He went, yeah. I said, I'll have one then. Yeah. So I sat down with Righty for about two hours. I must have had about six pints, seven pints. He went, listen... He was in MK Dons at the time. He was working with the Fools. He went, Stacky, he went, your name comes up every other day. He yeah. said, I'm hearing things. He went, now listen, he said, I've had a career. And I don't, I listen, I've never claimed to have a career that, that these lads have had. Yeah. Never played in the World Cup. I've only dreamed of playing in World Cups and stuff like that. But I'm pretty happy with how it turned out for me. Yeah. And I have got loads of stories. I've yeah. got hundreds of stories. And, and right, he said to me, listen, he said, you've got to write a book. Yeah. And I said, fuck off, right? I said, you're being serious. He went, you got to write a book. He yeah. said, you know why? He said, because your normal punter, your yeah. normal footballer, up and down the country yeah. would love it because they could definitely relate to some yeah, of the stuff you yeah, say yeah, and some yeah, of the stuff yeah. you do. And I started doing it on my notes. Yeah. Started doing it on my notes, started making notes. Every time I thought was saying or someone had mentioned something, I'd put it on my phone. And, um, and I lost my phone. I lost my phone okay. and I had loads of stuff on there. So to be fair, I've started doing it again. Good. I've got like Good. A, a document yeah. at home and I've just started throwing loads of stuff into it. So listen, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, look, this has been brilliant. Thank you ever so much for coming on. Joe, pleasure as always. Uh, remember to find us on the Joe YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcast from. You have been listening to the All to Play For podcast brought to you by Joe and Coral. We've absolutely loved it. We hope you have as well. You've been listening to All To Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral.